0: Buddy, welcome back to Yonapod. It is I, Evangelina slash Evan, newcomer to all things Yona manga, and um, anime. I forgot the word anime there for a second. Uh, but anyway, as always, I am joined by my
1: co-host. That's me. I'm Alex. Hello. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um... <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to say after that. <laughs>
0: I don't know, you could talk about how we have a fun couple of chapters slash episode.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I went into this thinking that we would have nothing to talk about. And then that last, like, couple couple panels in the last 30 seconds of the anime, I was like, oh, shit, that's when this happened?
0: Yeah. So I'm taking, though, that you were anticipating a a boring bit that hasn't
1: happened yet, though? No, this was the boring bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just thought, so... uh, Well, all right, whatever. We're already here. Suwan's reveal is going to happen next episode.
0: Okay. Gotcha.
1: I mean, it's not all boring. There's some good stuff. Yona gets her moment. It's like a big deal. It just isn't a great payoff. But I think it's just because I don't like this section. Mm. But I just don't feel anything. But I should. I feel like
0: things happen maybe a little too easily. I mean, we can get into it as we go over their victory. I'm like, but I don't even know if they suffered any casualties. It doesn't seem like they did. I don't think
1: they did. I don't think anybody died but Kunji.
0: Yeah.
1: The guy who was next to him, I guess.
0: Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, Yeah, I mean, it's not to say that like casualties have to happen for there to be stakes, but I don't know. The stakes seem way off, which is weird because a couple weeks ago, I was like really praising the stakes. I just Well, you were. I was like, didn't
0: you debate with somebody? Didn't we have a recent guest on an episode that I couldn't participate in because it was spoilery, but wasn't that one of their criticisms that the stakes weren't good?
1: Yes. Yeah. And we did get into it a little bit. And I stand by it. I do think the stakes are good. They're just wonky here. Because I don't feel... Like, there's no tension, I don't think. Because it is all so easy. Mm. Even the like, setbacks are, like, not a big deal. The one the one moment I guess I could say that is, like, a genuine setback that could be an issue is uh, Jihad getting shot with the arrow and, like, being at Kunji's mercy, basically. Like, there's no way he's going to get out of it. Mm. And then for some reason, Kumji's like, oh, what do I feel off in the distance? How strange. It gets distracted. Like, what the fuck is that?
0: Yeah, I didn't like that either. We can, once we get to that part of the recap, I'm sure we'll <laughs> have a lot to say. Cause yeah, it feels weird. But all in all, I did enjoy the section. Oh, good. Yeah. Mainly for, uh, character stuff. Um, I feel like Yoon and Jiha, Really shined here, hundred percent.
1: They do, yeah. They get moments. Yeah, Yoon is really the only one I care about <laughs> in here, yeah. and I think that's why I also don't like it because I don't really like Yoon all that much. Like yeah. he's better on my second watch, but not my favorite. And <laughs> I don't like Ji have so <laughs> <laughs> this just wasn't meant for me. But it's exactly. fine because Suwon comes in the end, and that's made for me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, very exciting. Okay, sorry, we're jumping all over the place. Let's go back to the beginning. Alright, the bad guys threaten to cut off Yona's head, but she's saved by Jiha, who does admittedly have a very cool entrance, but you know, whatever. So she's saved, yay. Now Jiha and Shina are on board with Yona and Yun while Hak and Gijo fight on the other ship. And then I just randomly decided oh this is nice uh, Hawk and Gisha are always fighting with each other or fighting alongside each other they're never just like normal yeah <laughs> I don't know that was a really stupid observation I had but I was like oh okay <laughs> oh no worries and uh, Hawk makes a note to woo Yona later
0: yeah yeah because I think it's like Gigon makes a comment of like focus and worry about your girlfriend later and then gija is very much like oh she's not my girlfriend and hawk's like no actually i like the sound of that cool (laughs) which is
1: yeah it was very funny and also i just like the idea of him being like i will pencil that in for a future date (laughs) like he's not already doing it sort of yeah put pin in that (laughs) right now i've got to kick some ass so the objective of the fight to kill kumji is to kill kumji Now that they know where the girls are located, then we cut to Kunji running down, um, getting a rundown of the situation from his men. It doesn't look good for him. There are monsters attacking the ships. Have they been called monsters before? Or is this the first time?
0: I think this is the first time. I mean, unless you count what Sheena went through growing up and being made to feel monstrous. But yeah, that did stick out to me is how many times the bad guys are calling our heroes monsters.
1: Yeah. So, quite possibly the first time, although, you know, our memories. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, that is that is something that they're called. Um, so, the men tell Kumji that apparently one of the girls helped the pirates find the cargo, and he immediately knows it's Yona. Also, mm-hmm. Kumji appears to be a misogynist, because why not, Right.
0: Yeah, that's right, cause he's like, I'm not going to let this nothing, girl, blah, 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 blah.
1: Yeah, I think he also has a note about Gigan, too. He's like, that old hag yeah. can't really overpower me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> didn't really need to be in there, but that's fine.
0: I guess it just helps emphasize his villainy.
1: I mean, it does, but it goes along with the same, like. I, I feel like it's an older trope, that we're like trying to get away from or getting away from now where it's just like the standard bad guy thinks that girls can't do anything and it mm. goes along with the same like chosen one uh, narrative that we were kind of complaining about with the uh, Chan test oh, where yeah. um, uh, Jiha's like you're just a, a fragile girl but you can actually walk on your own <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they go those tropes go hand in hand Yeah, I feel like this is just like A product of its time, that I'm not super into anymore. Okay, finally, we get a wrench in the plans. Kumji escapes by boat. Jiha goes after him and is struck down by an arrow, falls in the ocean. And I noted that it would burn like a son of a bitch to fall into salt water. Yes,
0: oh my god, you have a giant, like open wound. Shoulder wound. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Unless because it is a fantasy land, maybe their oceans are freshwater. I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's no. salt water, and she has just, like, really strong
0: Also, mood. it's nighttime, so I'm sure it's, like, ice cold, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's not pleasant at all in there for him.
1: Is it summertime?
0: It might be.
1: I think it might be summertime. I, I mean, it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. Like, the ocean's always kind of cold, but...
0: Yeah, and then yeah, especially without sun, I'm sure it would
1: be pretty frigid. Poor guy.
0: But the salt would at least uh, what's the word sanitize it, right?
1: Yeah, like a saline wash, except okay. it's the ocean. It's disgusting. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. So now he has a gaping wound, and he's gonna get sepsis. to <laughs> <laughs> poor dude, dude. That's the end of his arc. But he doesn't die because Kumji is going to shoot him. But then he's, he feels Yona's eyes on him. There's a
0: disturbance in the force, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of.
0: I was so confused at first. I, I, for some reason, thought that like another arrow had been shot first. Like maybe she shot an arrow and it went wide but then he knows it's like oh someone's after me but no he literally just spidey senses that one (laughs) somebody is watching him and about to take a shot at him and two it's obviously going to be yona
1: yeah which... That would have been more interesting for the shot to go wide or have it be like a warning shot or something to be like, hey, stop fucking with my man. Like, <laughs> that's my family yeah. right there. But yeah, no, she just has so much passion in her eyes that he feels it.
0: Yeah, which is wild. And I think it also would have been a good nod to her experience had she done a, a shot that didn't make it the first time because it's like she's still not an expert but you know she's gonna get there just like it still takes her that little extra effort and again it would have made more sense because we have a definitive reason for him knowing yeah. somebody's
1: after him that one I don't necessarily agree with I do like that she gets it on her first try because we've seen her in multiple sections do like 100 shots a night like she's been oh
0: fair I forgot about, about her
1: so hard at this that if it goes wide and she's still experience, like I mean we don't necessarily know how long it's been so maybe it's only been a couple weeks and it is still sort of unrealistic but I feel like it's not unrealistic to expect her to be able to get it on her first try
0: Mm. especially know.
1: since he's not moving and she's
0: not yeah. moving but it is quite a bit of distance though because I mean she's basically been shooting at trees that we know of right that are that's true just a couple yeah, years ago
1: and I do say there's no movement but he is on a boat
0: you <laughs> know it's windy out at sea like
1: yeah that's true okay maybe it would have made sense <laughs> I do still really like that she gets it on her first try though Like, I feel like that's a satisfying conclusion to, Mm. like, what she's been working towards. So I'm not willing to give that up. But Mm. a warning shot I would have been okay with. All right. Um, But she doesn't. She gets it in one shot. She smacks him right in the middle of the chest and kills him. And everyone is shocked.
0: Yes, we just get a, a panel, well, several panels of just all the different looks of people. And that was the other thing. I guess the fighting miraculously stopped so that everybody could be tuned in <laughs> on this moment happening.
1: It's like, okay, what movie am I thinking of where, like, you kill the, the hive mind and all the others? Like, Follow oh,
0: uh, <laughs> Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Okay. They close the portal and then just immediately they all are downed. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So Coomchi's their hive mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're right. I didn't notice that, but that is so funny. <laughs> they all just stop. They're like, oh, okay, boss is dead. Gotta go home.
0: <laughs> Cause I know they said, I think they said like, by the time Coomchie's warned, I think there's only two ships left and they've sunk the rest of them, but there's still fighting happening. Yeah. Like that was his whole thing was he was leaving his remaining men who are still having a rough go of it. So yeah, just I'm just compiling all the little ridiculousnesses. I promise I, I did really like this section, but the mechanics of it.
1: <laughs> Speaking of mechanics, maybe it's just because I'm stupid, but I like really didn't get the, the scale of how many ships were out there. I mean, um, I know they technically say it in the manga, but then for some reason, when I was watching the anime, and they were just like, they're all over it's the. like a
0: armada, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was like, wait, where did these come from? I thought there were only like three ships. And then I was like, oh, well, that. I mean, that wouldn't be a plot. Like, they wouldn't have to sneak on a ship and find. Yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <Three ships>.
0: Process <laughs> elimination right away. It's like okay, that must be the one with the with the. Yeah.
1: Plot. So obviously they had to have been there before, but I don't know. I I didn't get that. It's, it doesn't matter. But the anime did do a very good job of uh, expressing how hard it would be to find them. Mm-hmm. Okay. One last thing before we move on from Yona getting her big uh, damn hero moment and shooting Kumchi is that it calls back to chapter 15 when this thread starts Um And Hawk asks her, can you kill someone? Which still makes me laugh because of the teaser at the end of the anime episode. (laughs) It's like, I have to learn how to kill someone. Yeah. (laughs) It's the funniest thing that has ever happened on that show. But anyway uh more serious he asks if if she can kill someone and she struggles with the whole chapter and finally comes to the conclusion that she'd use any weapon to protect him no matter who she has to sacrifice so one she's finally able to overcome her aversion to killing here because it was necessary and two jihad is part of her found family now which is sweet yeah so it's not just hawk that she's willing to kill for yeah uh, and then I have this episode. This is a pretty big turning point, but we still have two episodes left. And it, this really feels like finale, but it's not because the show is wild. <laughs> yeah, this
0: would be. But I know that happens a couple of times. Like, Inuyasha was like that. Remember? Mm-hmm. They'd have, like, a big episode. And then we would just get, like, a cute episode fucking around in, like, Kagome's time right after. Yeah. The end of that's the season. a very good
1: point. Inuyasha was very strange about where they broke up their, <laughs> their seasons.
0: But, yeah, this, this especially because I, I noted, so the last panel, the last line in this chapter is Dawn is Breaking from Gigan, yeah. which has plenty of meaning. We have, one, it's literally breaking. Two, it's the dawn of a new era for Awa. And three, we have Yona of the dawn, so she's coming to her own. So, Right, you know, behold, here she is.
1: So yeah, at the very start, on her 16th birthday, her dad died at night, and they had to flee at night. And now it's finally like day, and she's sort of moving on from that night.
0: Yeah. So it is oddly, yeah, it is strange that we're still going season wise. Although they did change the line in the anime, uh, I think it's just like it's time for us to go home now which doesn't pack the same punch.
1: No. Probably because they knew. They were like, that's the finale line. We can't put that in here. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. But they do go home. Uh, But before we get there, we have discus comments. And everyone is just really excited for Yona. Um, It's, I'm so proud of her. Yona, that's a princess. And then in all caps, yes, Yona, good job. Yes.
0: Yeah, my note for it is, hell yeah, Yona taking the kill shot.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I think that's, yeah, it's so fun to watch her because, yeah, it's so like, oh, it's so satisfying to get to this moment where it's just like, oh, so excited for you, baby. Proud of you. Right. So moving on to chapter 38, The Night of the Banquet.
0: Oh, before we do that, Sorry. I did have a few little notes um, yeah. elsewhere throughout this chapter. I did find Yoon really cute. Just we really see how much he cares about Yona here. Like it, it, it really hurts him that he's not able. Like cause she, she gets close to being beheaded right before Jihad and Sheena show up, and it really hurts him that. He feels inadequate in protecting her. He literally says, I can't protect her, which reminds me of, do you remember that BuzzFeed video of them giving drunk girls puppies? Yeah. And then there's that one girl who's literally crying and saying, I can't protect them. Like, (laughs) that is Yoon in that moment. Fair enough. But uh, it is really sweet to see them care so much about each other, especially like Yona's super emotional that they both make it even like they're hugging, they're smiling so sweetly at each other, even though they're both like cut all the hell. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's adorable. Also, I did laugh at one point uh, after Jiha has shown up. <laughs> Yoon says, I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know how we got here, but cool.
1: (laughs) That's fair. I mean, he made his peace with dying quite a few times. (laughs) I think he's probably like, I actually asked to die, like, multiple times. How did nobody take me up on this? (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, going back to your point about him, like, feeling bad about not being able to protect Yona. I love that... Everybody kind of feels inadequate in some sort of way. Yeah, Like, that's, like, I, I don't think any characters don't feel inadequate or inferior, and specifically to other people in the group. I can't really think of Gija's inadequacies. Like, I mean, I know he has them, but I don't know that he compares himself to others. But, like, we know that Yona doesn't think she's as strong as Hawk, and Hawk has terrible self-esteem issues (laughs) he's like yona's never gonna fall in love with me and then yoon of course does his thing this episode where he's like yeah i I couldn't protect her i'm not as strong as as these other guys and she's so much stronger than i am she's brave and all that and then i think yona did the same thing to yoon back when they first met where she's like he can do everything and uh, when they met gigan and he was like, I can cook and sew and clean and do all the things a woman should do. And know, it's like, yeah, he's so like far above me on like basic human skills that I just never had to learn as a princess. Mm-hmm. So I love that everybody's like, I am inadequate because one, it makes them a good team because everybody has skills that another person lacks. And two, it is a fun running theme to keep track of. Yeah,
0: I love all of that.
1: Okay, any other things about this chapter?
0: Nope, I am ready to get on to chapter 38, which is basically just like a fun time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <bacchanalia.
1: laughs> yeah. So we have opening art. Sheena meeting Owl. So cute. Yeah, they are very cute. This one is Sheena and Owl meeting the first time and he's holding the lily pad over Owl and Owl eats it.
0: It's cute. Yeah, that seems to be a thing with him because wasn't there other really cute cover art where he was sheltering Yona from the rain as well with a leaf? I think so, yeah. Yeah. So he just likes to protect his buddies from the rain. It's-
1: <laughs> yeah, he likes to protect the smaller, fragile creatures.
0: Yeah. Also, the cover art with Yona and Owl was likewise absolutely adorable. Yeah. I, think I squealed when I saw it.
1: Yeah. Anything with Owl is bound to be very cute. Mm hmm. So opening lines of this chapter are, I can't believe we finally won. And somebody else goes, I know it took so long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I was a little snarky when I wrote this, but I wrote, yeah, but I felt that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, do you feel vindicated as somebody who's been dying to get out of this arc?
1: am <laughs> sorry. I'm I promise it's my favorite manga. It's good. I just like, have some issues with this first section. <laughs> Ah, oh, right. So then, Yona and Yoon meet back up with Hak and they who take one look at them and are uh, and immediately go into kill mode. And they're like, "Who bruised you?"
0: Yes, and I love Yoon's line: "Just calm down, you freaks."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Yuri goes to thank the pirates and immediately gets hit on by Gia. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of surprised that they're not a thing because I feel like. Yeah yeah like right like the random uh like strong girl and random guy who hits on everyone and she's like not gonna take his shit like of course that they would be yeah married.
0: the fact that we got the time to know this girl by name even
1: exactly like you would think that i mean maybe it'll happen in the future and she'll come back but um not so far <laughs> So maybe she'll pop up and be a surprise like, oh, remember me? We're gonna get married now. Okay, right, so uh, Yuri, who does not and never gets with Jiha for some reason. uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not that I want him to. Like, they don't actually make sense together. It's just like, I don't know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know, I got that vibe. Anyway, uh, Gikan says that they're gonna need booze. Lots and lots of booze, and everyone is fucking stoked about it yes
0: including Owl. this <laughs> tiny squirrel is so excited to get wrecked
1: <laughs> she is terrifying I'm telling you but she can jerk everybody under the table
0: yes I love the panel of all the pirates screaming yeah and happy uh, 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 cheering out and then I think Yona just kind of looks blank and Yoon looks appalled <laughs> I love that panel so much I considered making it my uh Twitter banner.
1: Hell yeah. It's <laughs> still
0: mine. That. I am really attached to my Sailor Moon saying yo with a really interesting face, but
1: I know. I can't change mine. I really love mine. Mine is uh Uzagi pointing at Mamoru and being like really fucking annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's clearly uh, mocking the hell out of him. And he looks (laughs) so done with life.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm really fond of that one. (laughs) (laughs) I do, like, uh, speaking of liking jokes, I love the joke of Gija and Yona expecting a fancy banquet because that's all they grew up with. And and Yona's just like, no, that doesn't happen in
0: the real world. (laughs) Specifically, it's like, no one asked you, rich kids. which Yeah i love that that's one of the things that always gets me is people from affluent families not understanding how things work for everything for everybody else and just having to get that reality check gets you every time you and once again being the voice of reason uh throughout all of this like he's so appalled He, he he like everyone is still bleeding and he doesn't understand why we're all immediately jumping to getting drunk and partying.
1: He's like, y'all need to be bandaged. What the hell? Yeah. I do like that. There's a random, I don't know if it happens in the manga, but it happens in the anime where a random pirate is like, dude, you gotta chill out. Let's go have some fun together. <laughs> and like, Basically pretends that Eunice is wife. And Eunice is like, I am not yeah. your wife. Leave me alone. I need to bandage people.
0: Yeah, I think I'm not your wife is in both.
1: Okay, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> running joke. I love that it doesn't matter to the pirates. He keeps having to remind them, "I'm not your wife," and they're like, "But you could be." <laughs> <laughs> it's <just so> delightful, because <laughs> it doesn't have that flavor of homophobia that most of Kazanee's jokes do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, need but get better. <laughs> she could do better. Um, speaking of people bleeding out, Jihad is still bleeding profusely and I also laughed at him pulling up his uh, instrument and like everybody thinks he's gonna play a song and then he starts stripping and everybody's like "Boo! <laughs>
0: nobody wants this
1: <laughs> no one <Put> it away. <laughs> so yeah then we get I think you said it a fun montage of everyone partying Fiona and Keisha get hit on Owl gets fed. People are dancing. Owl has been returned to its people.
0: Mm -hmm. Later, Yona
1: finds Jiha playing his... And again, I was going to look it up. I don't know how to pronounce it. Erhu or Erhu? He lets her try it out, but she's terrible, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rolling a bow takes practice. And we find out that she has no idea how to do it, but she has played another stringed instrument, and she plays the koto, and she can dance a little. Yes. the koto is a 13 stringed plucked instrument. Yes. So yeah, she doesn't know how I
0: got the impression that it was specifically for rich people, because doesn't jiha say something about like when he's talking about kind of knowing who she is, I think he cites her knowing the Koto as one of the pieces of evidence.
1: Yeah, which makes sense um I on the very little knowledge that I have about the Koto. It is the national instrument of Japan. So it's it's like steeped in history basically. And I've been watching it's Kono tamare and that is about a school club that does uh, koto practice. and um, from what I understand, the instruments are super expensive. Mm. Now um, in my Google search, the <laughs> it said that instruments were about thousand dollars which is kind of expensive, but like- How much
0: was your viola? Just
1: You know, I don't remember, but I think it was at least a couple hundred and that was a really cheap viola. Like it was more expensive than like school plastic violins and all that. But um, yeah, I don't remember because I was way too young to know like how much it actually was. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can easily, easily get into the thousands, like multiple thousands for uh, violins. Oh, gotcha. So I have to assume that that's not true and it doesn't just cost $1,000 to buy a Koto. Because there's like a couple plot lines in Kono. Um, I'm not going to pronounce it again because I'm going to fuck it up but uh (laughs) where uh one of the guys his grandpa used to make them and then his grandpa died and uh sorry no spoilers that happens in the first episode uh so he's like trying to bring his instrument to school with him to be able to practice with the other kids and the girl who's been practicing her whole life is like what the fuck is wrong with you this is way too expensive to move around you gotta take that home (laughs) (laughs) So yes, I do think it might actually be like a super rich person's pursuit because they are expensive and it is just like uh, culturally relevant, but not really like the cool thing to do anymore. So it's not a popular uh, hobby, I guess. Anyway, yeah, it's a really fascinating instrument. So Jiha and Yona chat and he gives her mixed signals about wanting to join the dragon crew. So I think it's interesting that uh he's been running from her all his life and now he's sort of chasing her. I think that's nice.
0: Yeah, I also think it's cute that he's he's doing that thing where he's he's basically just giving making a bunch of barbed comments toward her but they're said super affectionately. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite things for characters to do cuz he's just like, "Ugh." I'm gonna have to look. At, you know, you need so much looking after. It's a big hassle, really. But he's clearly like down for the job. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, and I thought this whole moment was really cute. Speaking of cute moments, going back to the montage of everyone having fun, laughed really hard at the girl surrounding Gija. as so he kind of sits starry eyed, holding a cup of alcohol, <laughs> and the girl says, uh, "You're so cute. Will you marry me?" <laughs> Shoot yeah. your shot, girl.
1: Hell yeah, I think they should. But yes, I like that too. Did you catch also that he freaked out and he was like, no more marriage appointments, granny. Oh <laughs>
0: <yes>. <laughs> That's right. No granny, no, no marriage. That's right. Right. So
1: did you, sorry, did you have anything else about that section?
0: Oh, no, just uh, jumping back ahead to uh, Jiha and Yona. I thought you know, really cute moment. We get a cute, you know, I love hands. And we get a cute moment where she goes to leave like, hey, I'll stop bothering you and you can go your way. And he got that panel of him grabbing her hand because, you know, no, he's actually going to stay now. Super cute. I know uh, you don't like them as a pairing, but me as a person, my t- I tend to like and support the second guy as a fling. Like I never mind the main character having a fling maybe with somebody. So I tend to find interactions with the second love interest, cute. Uh, and I don't get uppity about it. Not that you get uppity about it. But,
1: but. <laughs> was I was going
0: to say, okay. now I'm like, yeah, this is a fun diversion. And honestly, I know my fellow Hockeyona shippers are going to come at me with pitchforks, probably, and take my card away. But to me, this interaction was better than the past two major Hakiona interactions. Honey scene did not do it for me. That weird, intense knocking her into the cliffside and not letting her leave right away when she very much wanted to leave did not do it for me. So, like, what's going on here, much more my speed. <laughs>
1: I hear you, and I respect that. They get better, I promise. Yes, I, <laughs> I,
0: I trust that they will get better, obviously. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm looking I forward when, Yeah, I'm looking forward to the day when we can get Hawk, Yona, again, and me going, oh, this is cute, this is nice, like I did here with Jihaw and Yona.
1: Yeah, that's fair and valid. However, I still don't like Yona and Jihaw.
0: I know. You can I never don't. do second- love
1: interests
0: Me? yeah at least the ones i've seen i
1: can are you kidding i love okay okay
0: in terms of well that not was so intense
1: i'm very sorry
0: <laughs> well no you're right no i'm right because you've been shiryuki and obi obviously okay that was a lot yeah yeah the and
1: most I'm recent right. one but this happens a lot in manga where i'm like dude that first guy is fucking terrible uh the other biggest one that i'm still mad about is um our horror ride where she has like the the boy uh that she kind of had a crush on in middle school he moves away and then he comes back in high school oh, yeah and she was dating it's just she like has this like not really even a slap slap kiss he's just a fucking dick to her for the first like 40 chapters and then she has this other guy that she runs into and she has a meet cute with him where she accidentally falls on him and like touches his dick (laughs) which is kind of funny (laughs) so that's how they like notice each other and they're like oh you're the one who touched my dick hey and she's like please don't ever fucking talk to me again And then they sort of start dating because the other guy is a huge jerk to her. And then he's like, oh, well, maybe I missed my chance and I would feel bad about it. And then she like realizes her feelings and she's like, no, I can't. I have to go with the first guy.
0: Deep yeah, upsetting. gotcha. I'm rephrasing because it occurred. to I had written this down somewhere. I didn't mean to say you don't like the second guy, but when you like the first guy a lot, you won't even tolerate like a, a sidetrack for a while that I've seen. Sure, yes, yes. I will. Yeah, like, I am very
1: loyal to the couple that I think has the best relationship.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Favorite. Whereas my approach to shipping tends to be it's like I'll have one OTP for the most part, but if there's another pairing that I also... If there's another pairing that at least works a little bit, um, I won't begrudge them that pairing for a little bit, you know? It's like yeah. I still want my endgame. And then, of course, you know, obviously... Eventually, sometimes you just have no TPs and you're just like, why, why, why? <laughs> but no, sometimes I, I do think it's possible to sort of just be like, okay, you're not who I want them to end up with, but I'll support a fling. I was like that with Sailor Moon um, with Saya and Usagi, which I know you were super not down with. I hate Seya. <laughs> I know you hate Saya, which is wild. <laughs> yeah, I like Saya, uh, minus the disgusting ponytail.
1: Disgusting ponytail. <laughs> and also just like a low-rent momaru. You're just recycling season one Mamaru. No, we had it. It was perfect. Fuck off, Seya. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad right now. Sorry. <laughs>
0: sorry i didn't get your blood pressure up by uh breaking up one of your (laughs) teeth but it does fall into the same category as me it's like i don't want the main character to wind up with you but i do like your vibe enough that yeah y'all can date for a little bit it's fine
1: i do have to say that is how i sort of feel about snow white with the red hair i don't mind shiryuki with anybody like i'm cool with her with zen they are cute I am very intrigued by her and Isana, which is the, like, older
0: brother. brother? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm in the middle of one where he keeps trying to propose to her, and she keeps, like, misunderstanding and walking away from him, and he's like, why can't you just stand still? Like, I have obligations to get to. I can't just follow you around. (laughs) (laughs) It's very entertaining. Um, Obviously, the big one, her and Obi, I think they make the most sense. I actually, like, instead of editing the podcast this week, I wrote fan fiction for them for the first time in, like, months. Um, First time ever for them. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm the worst writer on the planet. But everybody in that fandom, so incredibly nice. Like, the best writers in that fandom, uh, I think two or three of the, like, big ones that I can name that, like, yes, this is a very good fic, left me comments on the first chapter. And I was like... Well, it's it's nice. It's just nice of them. Like they're just super cool people, and I'm like, holy shit, why are you so nice? Like you Mm -hmm. guys could just kind of skate and be do your own thing. Like you guys are so good. They're like they take the time to like support. It's very nice. Anyway, my point is, I like that fandom. So we'll see. Hopefully that one will get done soon and I'll get back to being having time to edit because oh my god, I haven't done anything but write about Obi and Shiri because here's the thing, I haven't written for them before. So I have written so many chapters where I'm like, this isn't their characters. Like I have to get their character voices right and it's just driving me nuts. And I have this thing where I always go too dramatic for no reason. I'm like, no, 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 no. we got to pull that up. Like, this is a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Every time there was, like, crying in bed. It's no good. <laughs> anyway, um, did we get off topic? Were you done with your comments?
0: I was, yeah. I was just my thoughts on Jiha and Yona
1: in general. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, well, that's fine. Like, you can have that. That's <laughs> Why do I sound like that? I'm such a bitch. I'm sorry. (laughs) I hope you enjoy their interactions. Thank you.
0: (laughs) You're throwing me pennies. The children love it.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if you're going to keep this in or not, but in case you do, I will explain that to our listeners. Our other best friend who we love dearly at one point was... (laughs) literally throwing change out of her purse like I think she'd received change and rather than just like sticking it back in her purse she started throwing it on the ground and Alex asked her why she was doing that and that was her response was the children love
1: it (laughs) which at the time we were like 16 years old so (laughs) we were also children (laughs) but she was possessed by the spirit of a 70 year old woman yeah. <laughs> Surprised she didn't also buy Werthers. <laughs> Which are coming
0: back to the US. I'm very excited about it.
1: The cream is <laughs> Hell yeah, I am yeah. also Miss uh, those little bitches. Ugh, the children love it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Okay back to the chapter. Uh, So right after Jiha grabs her hand she goes to sleep and misses the conversation but Jiha basically admits that he's going to leave with her and the other uh, the other pirates will miss him and he'll miss them and it's a cute moment.
0: Yes particularly because they don't want to sleep he's playing his instrument. A lullaby to make them sleep and they're very against it the last one is straight up crawling on the ground and says jiha i'll kill you <laughs> and then <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i do think it's cute that they're like if we sleep it'll be morning and then you have to leave so they yeah. want them it's cute they're cute
0: and i always laugh anytime somebody says i'll kill you in a non-actual combat
1: context <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, then Jiha, having successfully lullabied his uh, friends to sleep, he uh, goes to have one last drink with Egon. And I do, I like that they they both know what's up with Yona. Mm -hmm. And they're just really cool about it. They're like, you know who she is, right? Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah. And also, again, no one is ever surprised by this reveal. Everybody just always kind of immediately knows she's the dead princess. Yes, which
0: I love. I love... When things like that, which honestly aren't a, shouldn't be a big deal to the inner circle, aren't actually a big deal. Because I feel like it's really easy to make it dramatic. Yeah. Um, unnecessarily. Like, just uh, an example coming to mind. Um, in the movie Snow White and the Huntsman, where he goes to drop her off at the village. And he finds out that she's the princess. And he says something before he... He, he basically goes to leave. And he was like, you know, you sh- you should have told me. Yeah, uh, you know, did you think it- I would have thought it too big a responsibility? You would have been right. And it's just like, y'all are already running for your lives. Honestly, <laughs> like, why is it a big deal that she's the princess?
1: <laughs> like, yeah, that is pretty dumb. Yeah, and I do like that it never falls into that. Like, cause yeah, it, the, that's the point. Like, it's just there to be drama. Like, if you think about it, why on earth would this character even care? Exactly. Yeah. So, they avoid that here and they're just like no one would care it's fine and also she was really distinctive so no one's stupid either yeah <laughs> for no reason yeah that was
0: part of kumji's uh death thoughts was being like aha she was the princess
1: right so, right distinctive. Princess yeah because yeah. if they're not trying to hide it then it shouldn't be hidden like no one should be yeah. surprised by this so it's good Finally, we have a compliment. It's good. <laughs> right, so since Yona fell asleep early, she wakes up at dawn and wanders off to enjoy the quiet morning. She thinks, Father, have I gotten stronger? which I wrote a whole thing about it not making sense, and then they changed it into the anime, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Um, but yes, when I was reading this, I was thinking, it doesn't quite make sense, because he was a pacifist, so he wouldn't be proud of you for getting stronger and being able to kill someone. Mm-hmm. But then, it also does make sense for her to say, Father, have I gotten stronger, when she bumps into the person who killed her father right after she thinks that. Mm-hmm. So, Yes, speaking of, it's swan. Big reveal. Yes. It's
0: amazing. Yes, you get the she's it's a quiet city, it's like deserted and eerie feeling and then she bumps and then they just do that like stranger thing of like I'm sorry no I'm sorry and then you look up and then, oh shit, looks on both of their faces. And then it ends. And then I'm just sitting there like cheering, clapping. What a cliffhanger.
1: What a cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, you thought that Abel was eerie feeling when she was walking around? Yeah, just a deserted
0: town in general feels eerie to me. Just the idea. I don't know what it is, but just the idea that she's removed herself from where all the people are.
1: Okay, I spend a lot of time alone in the mornings, (laughs) because I'm an early riser, and I like to get up and do things. And people tend to be asleep still in the mornings. So this did not strike me as eerie. It struck me as very peaceful, because I just felt like everybody was asleep, which they were. Yeah. So that's really funny because for everybody out there, Angelina does not like to wake up before 10.
0: (laughs) I do not. I've got to be at the car dealership tomorrow at 10, and that means I have to get up at, like, 9, which is early for me.
1: So we have very different views on this, and that's very funny to me. Yeah,
0: I think it also made it creepy, not even just that, you know, people are asleep, it's that she specifically moved away from the
1: group. Yeah.
0: They're kind of all in one spot, partied out. So this idea that she's separated herself. I, I kept waiting for something to happen. I thought there was going to be something. I'm like, oh, Kumji's mysteriously survived or something like that. Like, Yeah.
1: I mean, they do have a fun. shit ton of mercenaries that are still alive out there. They just beat them up. <laughs> they didn't kill any of them.
0: Yeah. So I kept waiting. I knew something was going to happen. Didn't know it was going to be this. I am very satisfied, though better than anything i could have come up with for sure
1: good i'm glad that you like it because i know you've been pretty indifferent to Suwon.
0: this is just exciting just because of knowing their past
1: exactly the
0: first time period that they've had to deal with each other since that night so it's gonna be some juiciness
1: yes uh so speaking of that getting into the anime here's why i particularly dislike that we got suon the suon inter wow not interview interlude a few episodes ago in the anime because this is such a cool reveal so imagine yeah. you're in the manga and you mostly leave suon behind and i think the last time he shows up is the coronation in the manga and then like nothing and radio silence so we're going along yona has goals now she's growing as a person Uh, And then, surprise, he shows up again. And it's just as shocking as it was for Yona, our point of view character, which makes sense for us. But in the anime, we're always reminded he's out doing things and we don't get to forget about him and metaphorically move on from Suwon like she does. Mm -hmm. But also kind of a fun aside, um, (laughs) I don't know if you noticed this in the manga chapters, but since they come later... Uh, they actually talk about this section. Uh, Suwan and Gute have a conversation about the pirates and their stuff going on here. Yeah. So in the Earth Tribe, yeah. uh, the member, the Earth Tribe members have heard that Kunji was found to be involved with human trafficking and is now missing. And Gunte assumes Suwan swept in and punished him. But Suwan says he had nothing to do with it. It was actually pirates who saved the day. And everyone's like, so we should definitely get rid of the pirates <laughs> off our coast, mm-hmm. right? And Suwan has to be like, no, 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 it's all good. I think they helped.
0: Gotcha. All right. That makes way more sense now. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I was like, I I, I feel like you're just going to kind of brush over this, but this is kind of the entire, like, finale section of the first arc that they're just sort of revealing right here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> they cut that out for the anime for obvious reasons. But
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, the anime also cut out. I don't know if we'll get any of it in the next episode. Maybe Smash cut it alongside, you know, or sort of like a meanwhile- the Suwan stuff is happening but they did cut out a lot of the celebration stuff I feel like in the anime they focused more on the action
1: they did they yeah and I'm not willing to say that they got rid of it completely because we know historically that I'm bad at that <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah or at the very least I'm hoping we at least still get a Jiha and Gigan scene because that was really sweet Um, just them sort of ribbing each other. We even get like a flashback of how they met because they're doing like a little callback to that of him just showing up and her calling him like a snot-faced urchin. Like that was all really cute. So I would hate to see it go. um, But as of this anime episode, none of that is in there. They pretty much jump from a battle, a very brief celebration montage, and then we get Yona walking into Suwon.
1: So before we get into the anime, though, I do have one final thing about uh, Yona and Suwon that I do want to bring up is that um, when they run into each other and they do the thing where they like she's not looking at him and then she hears his voice and that's how she recognizes him, which I think is heartbreaking because she used to love his voice and take mm-hmm. comfort in it, and now it's the source of horror for her. It's good. So the chapter ends with them realizing. Discus comment under this. There is only one, and it is just "let die." You <laughs> made <laughs> <laughs> me laugh so hard.
0: <laughs> Fantastic! I don't agree. I don't want Suwan to die at this junction. At least I yeah. need for there to be some drama.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I agree. I don't want Suwan to die either.
0: I can't say I don't want him to die ever, but definitely not here. We're just getting started, baby.
1: Exactly. Where's the tension going to go? Where's my my drama where they, this trio who were definitely on the road to polyamory? <laughs> <laughs> where are they going to have that source of drama and conflict? Okay. Finally, I will release us to the anime. Do you have any anime-specific thoughts? I did
0: like that we got the point of view of Sheena and Hawk right after the firework. Hmm. Yeah. Uh other little moments, uh, I've just got a few listed down. Uh when Jiha shows up, one of the mercenaries just goes, crap, it's this guy.
1: <laughs> Which I didn't catch that, but that's what I mean. Yeah.
0: Really fantastic. Also in that moment where Gija and Hawk are fighting and Gigong kill or 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 uses her nice skills to incapacitate the uh, mercenary that was sneaking up on them uh hawk's voice actor has this fantastic delivery of the old lady's good <laughs> like it's <new> <laughs> uh, and it was perfect so i i can never remember hawk's va's name i'm so sorry i've only got room in my head for ian sinclair and monica real <laughs> uh and apparently but yes excellent work also excellent va work once more and sinclair sinclair king of our heart body and souls, body and souls.
1: Uh,
0: has this incredulous offended line uh when he realizes that hawk is a freak who really loves fighting and goes you get off on this
1: <laughs> In my notes i have uh, again hawk and geisha are the highlight of this anime because <laughs> so, their scene was so delightful i also laughed very hard at gigan telling them to go woo their girlfriend later and uh geisha does the upstanding citizen thing and hawk is like yeah sure yeah. i'll do that and Gisha goes traitor <laughs> yeah so good
0: fantastic We also have, I did finally note, I had a breakthrough. I'm pretty sure I figured out what about Kumji's design unsettles me and it's his beady fucking eyes. Mm. He has really large but insanely small pupils. And they are creepy looking. So I finally got there. Um, That's interesting
1: because Hawk has small pupils too. He's got pretty small eyes. Does he? Yeah.
0: I think it's the shape of Kumji's eyes too. They're very distinctive.
1: I mean, I'm sure,
0: yeah, I mean. I'm looking up his design now. I was like, he's never been threatening to me. Okay, he's got at least, he's got irises at least.
1: Oh, okay. Kumdu has
0: no irises. It's all white and then pupil. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, we've got that. Uh, We talked a little about this earlier, but I did like them explicitly drawing attention to Yona's father uh, in the anime about midway through. Uh, I think it's right after the kill shot.
1: Yeah, I liked that too, When they flash back. Like we get her thought process of like this is everything he was against. But yeah,
0: yes, really good. And then like you said, it it really gives more impact to that line of her asking her father wherever he is. You know, do you think I'm stronger?
1: Because um, that is something that she would wonder. Except in the anime, she says, "Are you proud of me?" Which I like. I like that line change. Yes, finally a good line
0: change with the anime.
1: (laughs) Especially since she's going against what he wanted. Like, yeah, that would be my question too. I'd be like, I know that I'm doing what you don't want me to do, but do you still love me? (laughs) Like, that would be my question.
0: Yeah, so good on the anime for that. And then another funny line is when Hawk and Gija fully start beating up the incapacitated mercenaries, because they have hurt Yona and Yoon, Yoon is just looking dryly, and he goes, "Normally I'd be against this, but right now I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's, it's a vibe. These people were really fucking terrible to them. Yes. Nice to see them get some actual retribution." And then, lastly, before I release you for your anime thoughts, um, I actually li- I don't know how you'll. You're, you'll feel about this because I know you tend to like you tend to not like when music is trying to manipulate you but I actually really liked the dramatic music when um, Suwon and Yona meet
1: oh. a- okay I didn't notice it which is a positive thing <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the like swell of music when she took the kill shot and I was like I did hate that thank you for knowing me <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that, tracks, that tracks for you for sure um i wasn't sure uh score wise if you would like the end but but yeah there's um this really cool kind of coursey uh music when suwan and yona meet and then it blends seamlessly into the credit music so mm-hmm. i thought that's cool oh so,
1: yeah that was kind
0: of cool. you'll have to go back and listen and let me know if it if it meets the seal of approval or
1: i'll go back and listen to it but i mean the fact that i didn't notice it is pretty positive so i'm sure it's
0: probably good that it wasn't over dramatic at least
1: yes yeah because if you notice something it's the same with writing where if you notice like the writers trying to manipulate you into feeling sad for this character or something like that i don't know i just it bothers me yeah cry at sad things i'm like i know what you want me to do i'm not gonna do it it's just stupid like why am i like that
0: Yeah well no it's fair because I think sometimes you just kind of have to expect the a scene to like speak for itself and you don't need the extras like I have a distinct memory of you giving me your info on an episode of Doctor Who back when you still watched it was like Amy's The Ponds last episode and you were disappointed because you were like yeah they had this ridiculous ridiculous music going on it really took me out of the moment like because it's so clear they wanted me to be like oh god and it's like you didn't need that ridiculous score (laughs) it's like I was already
1: there or I would have already been there like I would have already been there yeah. yeah I don't remember that but I'm sure that's true I haven't watched that episode since it aired I don't like the second half of Amy and Rory's story I don't think Amy and Rory are good together
0: Yes, I think she's too. T- really t- conversations t- about this, which is sad, because I know you really like Amy was your favorite companion, right? Yes,
1: she and the eleventh Doctor had such a fun dynamic, and I loved them together. I only wanted to see them together, and then they had to throw in Rory for weird, like romantic tension, which didn't make mm. sense. Like you don't need that. Like uh, uh, Ten and Rose had their romantic tension going on, and well, I guess she did have Mickey too, which I also didn't like. Because it was always this guy who always felt like second pick where it's like, well, like, if I can't have the doctor, I guess I'll have this random, like, dude who's been in love with me forever and is waiting like a puppy dog. Like, I don't like that. I want you to pick the person that you're with. I don't want you to end up with the person you're with. And they always try and make it seem like, yes, I am picking you because you have a better choice because the doctor will never commit and settle down. They did not do a good job of selling them. Yeah. To me personally
0: yes i don't know how much overlap there is between dr who lovers and uh yona fans but there's our takes
1: well alex's take
0: <laughs> i i've only really absorbed dr who through you
1: well i'm honored <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about that today actually and i was like should i finish 12 i probably won't but maybe I just feel like I've watched so much of it. I have so much lore in my brain. I should probably do something with it and finish.
0: Yeah, well, it. Russell T. Davies is coming back, and apparently that's
1: also that. Speaking of overlap, I was thinking about it today, and I, if I was better with Photoshop, <laughs> I would want to do Teen Wolf quotes with uh, Yona. <laughs> Oh, hell because yeah. i was thinking of jackson's line that says i'm everybody's type and that's g Hawk. just G-ha. like
0: 100%. 100%. <laughs>
1: so someday maybe that will happen and you won't get notes from you and me <laughs> <So you're laughs> yes
0: we are each other's target audience
1: <laughs> uh right are you done with your anime thoughts i, I have am a okay one is that Kunji says there's nothing wrong with abandoning people to die because the people with the real power deserve to live on. Mm-hmm. And I think this is kind of the thesis of the entire series, maybe even, but definitely this first section, um, which is to say that Yona cares about the people, and Suan was able to cast aside his closest friends and kill his uncle for power. Mm -hmm. as we know it right now so it seems like the antagonists are always like i will sacrifice whoever i need to to get to this place of power that i want to be in whereas Mm yona is like i will absolutely never do that yes and final note is another compliment uh yona releasing her arrow to kill kunji is really beautifully animated i also like hands it's all about the hands always And, yeah, she just, yeah, it's beautiful. Fantastic. Okay. So, Reddit comments. All right. (laughs) This is going to be an episode of me ranting. So, Reddit comments are good. This is good. But someone said Yona is near the top of their list of favorite female characters. Maybe second only to Shiryuki. Oh, fighting words for Alex fighting words. Okay, here we go. Their pirate arc is worse. If you've ever seen both shows, then you will know that they're almost identical for some reason. I have no idea why they both have pirate arcs because pirates aren't interesting, but whatever. So if you haven't seen it and you're interested in it, the, the second season, like midway through, I think it's like episode four through seven of the second season is the pirate arc. But basically the idea is that Shiryuki gets kidnapped by pirates and everybody goes after her to rescue her but the whole point of like snow white and the red hair is that she can get out of anything like she her her wits will will save her and get her out of any scrape and she doesn't need a man to save her and so then this pirate arc comes along and it's like everything that she tries isn't quite working and she's actually like in danger and the stakes do feel real for the first time. It's like a direct inversion of Yona, <laughs> where the stakes actually feel real this time in Snow White with the red hair. But then in the end, they all swoop in and they save her at the last moment. And she's like, Oh, Jesus Christ, I was actually scared. Like, I think I, I was very close to being dead and I couldn't save myself. And it was terrifying. And then after that, nothing happens, nothing changes. She doesn't actually like rely on her friends more. Which is where that should go. Like, if you have a hyper-independent person in the beginning, they need to learn some sort of lesson. So instead of getting, like, stronger and more independent, the logical conclusion to that sort of storyline, to me at least, would be to have her realize that she doesn't have to do everything alone and she has people behind her that she can rely on but that never like comes up that doesn't happen she's just sort of like well I'm glad my boyfriend's here now and then Obi feels bad that he couldn't save her and has this weird side storyline for half an episode where he's like oh well I was terrible and I was supposed to be there to protect you but I couldn't she was like well you can't do everything and then they just never talk about it again hmm It is bad. Like, what was the point of that? There was no point to that storyline. This is my problem with people saying Shiryuki's better than Yona. She's not. (laughs) This is an objective fact. (laughs) This is not my opinion. (laughs) Um, Okay, so other Reddit comments. The battle was too easy. And then everybody else was talking about the massive cliffhanger at the end of the episode. And... (laughs) the reddit user pickled pepper eater had my favorite comment in all caps it just says hi i killed your dad want to hang out yona (laughs) so then final comment someone was upset about the no killing order from gigan Mm -hmm. and a couple people pointed out that the purpose of that was so the pirates didn't have blood on their hands and she could just Mm -hmm. release them back to being you know fishermen and farmers without having that on their conscience which I thought was nice. There's always a purpose to it. It did feel a little silly to be like, oh my god. And I mean, even even in universe, the characters call it out, right? Where they're like, yeah. uh, well, I wish we could just fucking kill these guys. Yeah,
0: like it, it, it's more effort to, to pull the punches, I think Ox says.
1: Right, exactly. But there's a reason for it. So, okay, that's it for me.
0: All right, good comments, as always. Thank you, Reddit.
1: Yes, thank you, Reddit
0: so what does that leave us for is it prediction time yes
1: yeah why did i forget predictions let's go oh uh, i don't
0: know man i don't even want to suck uh, this was also because i was such a good cliffhanger i know we've debated in the past and complained when we thought cliffhangers sucked in this manga but this was so good and i will say it's the first time i actually wanted to read ahead and i had to stop myself
1: oh good
0: I am excited to see what, what happens next. Um, so I almost don't even want to speculate. So I'm really trying to fathom. Because my first thing would be, oh, my, my first thought would be to go somewhere like, you know, Suwon's going to get a hold of Yona. And then they're going to have to get her back or whatever. But knowing what we know that we're really close to the end of the anime and we still need to get Zeno I was like that. We can't be going into a huge arc of them trying to get a kidnap Yona back.
1: That's fair. What if it only happens? What if it only lasts an episode though? And he's just <laughs> a really incompetent kidnapper.
0: <laughs> uh, Sue too too big-brained for that. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, so I guess we're just gonna have a really tense exchange of, you know, how'd you get her? you like? I don't even know, I, Yona. I can't imagine being anything but like frozen and upset. And maybe even on some level, because it's so hard to let go of the Suwon she loved. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there's also some part of her that's also happy to see him again. A very tiny part, at least. I do think, I, I would assume that maybe Hawk and or the rest of the gang are kind of like where's Yona maybe they go looking for her and maybe they kind of help Yona get away at some point maybe Suwon even lets them go i don't know but i don't think Suwon I, I i feel like this is just going to be a meeting not them being stuck together for an arc at this time okay like, yeah, so I don't know if I'm making any sense, but yeah, basically there's going to be a tense exchange, and then somehow our heroes are going to help Yona out of it and get away from the situation. And then they just kind of have to grapple with, holy fuck, Suwon is near. We yeah. need to get the hell out of Dodge.
1: Speaking of predictions from last week, you thought that they would be victorious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you also thought that Maybe Gigan would die, and she did not. Which is why I was so surprised that people were like, "Oh, she seems really marked for death." I was like, "What?"
0: <laughs> no, I sense. That's how I was saying. I didn't, I didn't think that was the choice they were actually going to go with, but it still made narrative sense to me.
1: I yeah, I mean, I can see it when people brought it up, but watching the first, it it, it literally never crossed my mind until I read that comment. Like watching it the first time, never thought that. Um, and then she doesn't die. So I didn't think about it afterwards. <laughs> was it like, oh, that makes sense retroactively. Um, so yeah, going, going back was like, oh, wow, okay. Um, I mean, I guess she could still die. But no, she didn't die in the battle.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then you also said maybe there was a snag with Yona and Yoon. And they'd have to think on the fly and get out of it, which is extremely broad. But I let you get away with it because it doesn't really happen. <laughs> they just get saved. Uh-huh. Okay, so next week we have possibly a tense exchange between Yun and Sulan. I'm excited about next week. I am going to talk about what everybody's names mean. And it will be a surprise to me too because I got really excited about this and I started mapping it out like at the very beginning of this podcast. I was like, I know I want to talk about it in episode 23. And I wrote it all out and I did all my research. I have forgotten about all of it. so Okay. And if all goes well, uh, we definitely have a guest in two weeks. So no, we woo, woo. a good lineup. That's good happening. Okay. That's it for me.
0: That's it for me as well. So join us on this journey next time because we have to find out what happens with that amazing <laughs> clothing here.
1: I'm happy that you're happy about this.
0: Yes, we got to So until next time. All right. Bye.